All right, welcome to Can I Get a Hello? This is my very first podcast. And the reason I'm going anonymous is because, you know, with a lot of things that's going on, people get kind of shamed on social media, on their opinions, on their thoughts, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't need a face to my name. And I don't even need to give a name to my face. So, you know, if you enjoy this Can I Get a Hello little mini saga I'm about to have, please be more than welcome to come back, ask questions, let me know everything that you've gone through, or even if you have difference of opinions. And, you know, we can get into a whole new um, world of dialogue here. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say that what I think is right. I'm not here to say what I think is, um, you know, what I think other parents or other people's opinions are wrong. I'm just here to state facts that's been going on in my mind and in my family and um, my kids. So I'm going to get right to it. My very first topic that I want to get into today is on parental rights. (laughs) Now a lot of you guys know if you're living in California, Dr. Pan's out there really, really trying to push um, that bill that he's got going on and You know, it comes to a big surprise because I don't understand this one thing. And this is basic marketing 101. When a product works, you don't need to oversell it. You don't need to push it. You don't need to force it. You don't need to make it so that it's mandated. Am I right? If you had a product that you would love, I mean, that you were using for such a long time and you absolutely loved it. And it works, right? It flies off the shelves. Everybody is going to go run into that like like nothing. You don't even have to sell it. You don't have to push it. You don't have to force it. You don't have to mandate it. And basically that brings me back to what I'm going to speak about for the first topic, and that's parental rights. In California, if you don't vaccinate your children, you are subjected to being rejected in entering public school. Isn't that just freaking insane? Now, a lot of you parents don't know this, but that's actually against the law. They're not allowed to do that. You need to exercise your rights. You need to get educated. And you need to stop being afraid. Okay, now, I'm only saying this because I don't believe in a system where the government has to force things onto you that you do not agree with. You don't force your neighbors to eat peanut butter because they might have, you know, peanut allergy. You don't force your friends to eat gluten because they might be gluten-free. They might be allergic. So why on earth are we forcing our tiny, sweet little babies to get vaccinated? It's freaking insane. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, so I'm going to give you a little bit of background on myself. I have three beautiful children. Um, Of course, being a new mother with the first one uh, about four years ago, I was fresh to this whole scene. You know, I lived in a very beautiful world where the medical industry was, was God. You believed everything and anything they said. Because why? Because these are doctors, you know, these are people you respect. These are people who go through the pain of um, putting themselves into rigorous, you know, studying years to tell you 
you know, what's good for you, or at least pay attention to your body and your children's body and to actually tell you what it is that's good and not good for you. Am I right? Okay. So I'm going to start with my firstborn. Um, you know, I was a new mom, was not sleeping. It was very tiny. You, you guys know the drill. Um, he was fully vaccinated up until he was about, I believe, I'd say about nine months, almost a year. I, I, till this day, I still can't believe that I did that to him. Honestly, had I been a little bit more educated, um, I would have made more informed choices. But I'm going to give you a basic rundown. My child had everything possible. He had an ear infection. Um, he started getting all these crazy hives. And then all of a sudden, he started developing something called the, I don't know, it was just crazy. Like his skin started um, flushing up and flaring. Um, he went into a mild convulsion. Anyways, if I were to go through a specific timeline, I believe that he, you know, gradually regressed from a lot of the things that he was developing at his, you know, very important stages of life. Your first year of life is actually the years that you should be developing, not regressing. Okay. So this one thing that, that literally made me so upset the other week is I saw this Instagram post of a mother who just posted a GoFundMe for her child going through febrile seizures at six months. On top of that, she did not know what would happen. If you go down in her post, you see she takes her kids to the doctors to get their healthy wellness checkup, quote-unquote wellness checkup. And, you know, it leads me to believe, like, wow, like, you know, like, they, these people are actually absolutely probably just, like, you know, they just don't know any better. And that's okay, because I was there, too. Going back to the GoFundMe page that she created, you know, her child went through an intense intervention at the hospital, you know, in tubes, God forbid, I hope nothing happens to the baby. But in the comments... Okay, in the comments, I saw this, I saw about 15 to 20 comments saying, oh, six-month seizures are completely quote-unquote normal. Guys, six-month-old febrile seizures are quote-unquote normal. Where on earth is that normal? Okay, like, I mean, had it been me with my first child, I would have been like, totally, yeah, that happens to me too. But, you know, I actually, I'm a, I mean, I'm a curious soul just by nature. I don't settle for anything, you know, I don't, I just don't, like, I don't believe a lot of things and that's why I do my research and then I'm fast, I'm fast to react. And um, that's the same thing that happened to my son, apparently, after the MMR, the DTAP that actually threw him over. Um, you know, so imagine being that new mom in a vulnerable state of mind. You're just, you know, lack of sleep. You don't even know what you're doing. There's no manual. There's no right or wrong way to raise this little baby. But then you wake up, okay? I woke up that night and I still remember his eyes rolling back in a mild convulsion. Temperature at 104. And I thought to myself, there's something freaking wrong there's something wrong with this. And I told my husband, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know what it is. This is just not freaking normal. 
and we need to do something about it. You know, my husband being the very conscious, healthy person that he is, um, he is always he's always been a, you know, he doesn't, he never really results in medicine. Um, so he said, maybe it's the wellness checkups and that just opened up a whole new can of worms for me. Um, I started doing my research. I started looking at the ingredients in each vaccine. Um, something that I was never given, by the way, I was never given this at the doctor's office at the pediatrician's office, which is ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous. Why? I'm going to bring it to my next topic, which is basically we, we, we have what you call the FDA approves this. It's food labeling, right? We have to label if our food has gluten. We have to label if our food has nuts. And we also have to label it if, you know, it contains or even if it's being manufactured in a place or in a facility that has peanuts, nuts, soy, whatever. Basically, food allergens. This is what the FDA has created so that people don't accidentally eat or consume something that they're allergic to. So can you tell me why, as a new mother, going into the doctor's office, going into the pediatrician's office, getting all these vaccines that I was never offered an insert to, my, to each of the vaccines that my son got vaccinated with? Is there a reason? Because honestly, guys, we're being played for fools here. If you're saying you're vegan, but you're out there vaccinating your child, you're not vegan. If you're out there saying you're vegetarian, you're definitely not vegetarian. You need to seriously, guys, this is like, we need to, we need to wake up and I'm not going to edit this podcast. Honestly, I don't have time. I have three children. They're just sitting here. I just did this on a whim. I needed to just say what I need to say. Because it's so important. Like, people don't understand this right now. Like, and I need to, to basically be another voice. You know, there, there's this amazing mother that I'm following on Facebook. Her name is Brittany Cara. She's amazing. Very inspirational. And I want to be a part of that. You know, I want to be a part of a world where you are allowed to finally speak up. And it's not okay. It's not okay for... For us to be going um, into places that we believe these doctors are doing safe practices when really they're not, okay? They get compensated if your children's on schedule. Coming from a high level, okay, this is besides the point of my food labeling, but I'm just going to come at, come at this from another angle. If you research Big Pharma, if you research the CDC, if you research... Pfizer, if you research all these big players in the game, big players in the game, I would call them, um, they're funded. Millions, guys. They're getting millions and trillions of dollars to create this vaccine label or whatever, this vaccine schedule. And um, just like anything else, right? When you have a product, you need to market it. And you guys I kid you not, they will market every single vaccine that's already been made. They will create a story and tell you that, you know what, there's an H1N1 that's going around. You need to get vaccinated. How the hell do you release vaccines that fast, that many, in such a small amount of time? You guys need to put this, the, the pieces of the puzzle together because honestly, to me, 
it's ridiculous. Okay, you can't like I'll give you a good example. Um, hypothetically, a hypothetical example. Okay, um, what is it? It's it's December right now. Okay, so say in February 2018, right? They decided to do a whole campaign on this new virus that's being spreaded around the United States of America. Okay, they create a whole new you know, a marketing scheme around it. They basically tell you, you need to freaking get this vaccine because if you don't, you're going to die. If you're exposed to it, you're going to die. If your infant gets exposed to it, they're going to die. It's all fear-mongering people because you know what? After February, after all that marketing's done, in March, they're releasing all these new vaccines for you. Yeah, they're trying to keep you sick. Why? Because that's money. They're not in the business to make you feel well because, you know... There's, there's never anything that's free, ever. So please, start doing your research. I'm just so upset. And then, you know, it's been a while um, that I've been thinking about doing this podcast or whatever you want to call this. And I finally came to conclusions that it's the end of the year. You know, I need to speak up. I need to be a part of this new movement. And people need to be informed. People need to wake up. And people need to realize that you have a voice. You are not here to be their little minions. You're not here as a, a test subject. You're not. You know, so I'm going to go into my next topic, which is basically I would call the one size fits all. It's very simple. <laughs> one size can and maybe fit all, but not all, if you know what I mean. Um, we, as humans, are born in all shapes, all sizes, all skin colors, all back, you know, different ethnic backgrounds. We come from beautiful, a long line of beautiful um, ethnic backgrounds. We have different cultures. We speak different languages. So can you tell me how magical a vaccine is? Like how, why? why? Why does it fit everybody? Why does it fit every single baby out there? And I want you to ask yourself as an adult, are you up to date? Quote unquote, are you up to date? Because if you go to the CDC website, you know, um, I don't believe you are. Because growing up, I believe I only had a few vaccines, you know, whatever, the chicken pox. As far back as I can remember, it was only ones that are like super critical. To this day, my children don't have, chick have chicken pox and I'm grateful for that. But science should be practiced, you know, in a very safe way. And it's not. It's not safe. One size does not fit all. You hear all these sudden infant deaths. I don't want to build a snowman, honey. You know, I don't believe it. It's not true. So what was I saying? Right. So I'm going to go back to one size fits all. It does not fit all people. You need to stand up. All these babies are having, oh, SIDS. That's right. SIDS. Sudden infant death. How, how the fuck do you coin that? Sudden infant death. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Like I, I don't, babies are born perfectly healthy, perfectly natural. They're not broken. Why are you trying to fix something that's not broken by giving it the vitamin K right away? You know, why are you trying to, um, you know, expose it to the polio when this baby might not even be out for like six months until, you know, until he's actually strong. Why don't, how about this? Why don't you just let the baby build its own immunity? How about that? With each vaccine you get, you're getting exposed and your body is getting weaker every single time because you're now relying on science to keep you, quote unquote, healthy. Okay. 
So one size does not fit all. One size does not fit all. Your shoes, you all wear different shoe sizes. These babies, these babies are coming from all different beautiful backgrounds. They're not, they're not here to freaking, you know, like sit in a box and be injected with all these crazy ingredients. It's ridiculous. Um, this is almost 10 minutes. I really don't want to, you know, ramble on and on. I have so much more, um, you know, and I, and I hope that, you know, the next time I come, I'm going to come with more people who are willing to speak out with me. Um, but today, you know, I just want to wrap it up with the herd immunity. If herd immunity really worked, then why are we continuously vaccinating these children? Why? If herd immunity truly worked, okay, and then the CDC is going to come out and say, oh, well, because you're all not vaccinated. Well, how about the people who are, you know, their immunities are compromised? How about the people who actually are healthy without it? How about the people that are completely okay, super healthy, super happy without the vaccines? You know, you guys need to do a proper case study, man, because honestly, there's something fishy going on. I don't believe any of it. So, you know, that's it for today. Can I get a hello? I'm definitely going to be back. Um, I'm probably going to try to get better at this. I do have three children at home. I can't, I don't have time to actually sit and make, you know, everything beautiful flowers and, and whatever. And, you know, but this is the truth. This is coming from a mother who has been through seeing her child have convulsions at six, seven months, and it's not fucking okay. It's not, you know, and then it's just not. I didn't vaccinate any of my other children. They never had anything. They never had anything like my first child did. Thank God, and God forbid, you know, I hope everything had already left his system. But, um, yeah, I, like I said, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to give facts, hard facts, about what's, what's happened to me personally. What I see is a trend in society, an increase in all these like crazy, you know, diseases and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, let me know. I'm going to freaking, I'm going hard. I'm not going to stop. And I'm going to form a freaking army of women to be back. We're going to grow this community together.